All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss you're listening to nasty knuckles the hockey outlaws podcast with your host Terry Nasty Sutemeyer and former Philadelphia Flyer Enforcer Riley Cote as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. This week's guest is former Philadelphia Flyer and current power forward for the St. Louis Blues, Braden Shen. Time to face off. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Nasty Knuckles. What's going on, Nasty? What's up, Riggs? Big weekend we just had. Oh, yeah. you buzz around the ice a little bit. Yeah. Uh, score, a, score a little G note. A little backdoor um, action. A little, back, little backdoor <laughs> action. Everybody can use some of that sometimes. But anyway, uh, <laughs> it was a great weekend, man. Uh, it was. The Flyers uh, Warrior. Uh, team uh, taking on the Flyer alumni, your group. I, w- I have to say, I was a little intimidated when I watched you guys come out for warm-ups and I saw Dave Brown, Al yeah. Rocky Secord, yourself, Jesse Bolleries, Fridge, Big Jeff Chikrin was out there with you guys. I'm probably missing... Well, Lappy is floating some, around there. Lappy, but Lappy was skilled. Yeah, yeah was but skilled, Buck 80, he was skilling it up. This guy's toe-dragging. He just... He loves to remind you that he scored a hundred points at the junior. And oh yeah. 
could see a little bit of the skill there. I think he practiced for a few weeks. I think he was working on the mitzies. Yeah, he you claims know, he didn't I, put, on, put on the wheels for over 10 years is what he's telling me. But Wow. He puts them on every day when he goes on the ice. So well, there's a uh, lie the right gear, there. The gear. <laughs> the, yeah, no, the full gear. But he looked good, though. He was buzzed yeah. around. Then you got Danny B to snipe and whatever he wanted to. But Like he, like he, he never missed a beat. <laughs> he looks like B. he could still play. Oh, he, he looks can. about 28, 29. And he was still skating and shooting the puck. But uh, it's a great cause for Joe Watson and um, yeah. great turnout. Great turnout. Uh, it was so much fun. It was nice to be on uh, bench work in a game. I didn't have to do too much, obviously. But uh, uh, it was a lot of fun watching you guys play and the alumni guy. Or, sorry, the uh, Warriors. They were really jacked up for they it. Were. I, thought you, I thought you might get a little tilly there and. uh the third period when uh, you were getting raked a little bit. Oh man. Well, I didn't go into the game expecting to have to Tilly, but uh, <laughs> end of my shift in the third period of that third game there, um, guy was crossing the line. I was exhausted. I was like, do I want to do this? Do I want to engage in the you, fight here and maybe, maybe get pumped? Cause I'm so tired. <laughs> I, all I could think of was cam cam Jansen's biz fighting in that alumni oh, game right. a couple years ago. But it was funny because the guy kind of hit you, rubbed you out a little bit. Then he gave you a little stick action. That's what surprised me. And you turned back and looked, and one of the boys turned back to me and go, hey, is Riggs pissed off? And I said, he's getting there. And then he gave you another shot, and I saw you shorten the stick up and kind of give him a little tug with your blade. And I said, yeah, boys, careful. <laughs> and they were like hey settle down settle down oh man but uh no, i was kind of got a chuckle out of it because uh, they were fired up they come out start out with a 1-0 lead in the third no oh, yeah oh, they're Delano's, buzzing he was but he was oh, flying he was, yeah he was quick it probably helped he is a fast skater he's a hell of a player actually but uh it probably helped that joe watson was on the left side there <laughs> yeah God bless him. Blew right past uh, the poor guy, he, he, 78 years old and still yeah, mucking it up. He was mucking it up. I heard he was, uh, I wasn't on your bench, but um, my dad told me he was still into the game. Like it was Oh yeah, was 74. Let's go. He's bitching and yelling. And yeah, man, before else. the game starts for warmups, he's like, come on guys, let's go. Five minutes, five minutes. <laughs> he's, he's all over it, man. Yeah. He, he don't stop, it, man. man. He, he's, no. We play, I played open hockey with Joe a few times over at the center when, you know, on game days, we have those skates in the morning and I just didn't want to play on his team because he was just, <laughs> he was yelling the whole damn time. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Joe, we're just, we're just getting a workout here. He's wanting to set up plays and we got to play a, you know, like we got to play a trap and I'm like, oh yeah, he wants to win always. Hockey. Yep. But it was, it was fun. It was great. The, it was a great, uh. Great day, great time, man. The party afterwards was awesome. Yeah, and, uh, they they did it the right way. Brad Marsh does a really good job. He really does uh, with the Warriors and with the alumni. He, a lot of credit uh, goes to him because he that's that that must have taken a lot of time to plan that whole thing out. Oh yeah, it it, it was top notch. It was done it really, really was well. yeah. Yeah, Marshy, and again, and I think most of those Flyer Warrior guys uh, helped. Yeah, you know, you know put Duff, it together. Duff, and Duff yeah, just uh, changing Duff over the ice and putting together the, the tables and everything. So there's a lot that yeah. went into it, and uh, yeah, it was it was an awesome event. And hope to do that again here sometime sooner. I was actually yeah. uh, just thinking one of those periods. I think the second period, I was skating to the bench, and I could hear you chirping me. 
I, I did. Think I, I think I was fumbling the puck uh, as <laughs> usual. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing, Ralph? Chopping up some broccoli? <laughs> chopping up. I was like, something oh, like I that. Had a little me. cabbage. Yeah, I had <laughs> yeah, I had to do something. And you know who else I, I don't know how I forgot, but big Jody Shelley. Oh, yeah. Another guy out there. You guys are out there. I'm like, I tell you what, I'd like to play on that team because I would have a ton of room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would need skill. Skillsy. <laughs> was, but uh, yeah, it was a great weekend. It was a great time, man. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's how good to how see was you. the golf tournament? How was the golf tournament? It was great. It was smoking hot. Oh, yeah. Like 93. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Another awesome celebration for Joe. Put a lot of people to tears. They uh, put together a nice little, uh, oh, nice cool. little video you know, celebrating his. 54 years as a flyer and uh, it was pretty it was pretty awesome you know you see a guy so passionate and like he's yeah. genuine as they're gonna come you know and that's yeah. what it's all about so it was, it was I, a good day I, I love his nickname when you say his name it's joe watson joe watson because he says everything <laughs> twice you know yeah yeah boys boys let's go let's go yeah. everything he says he says it twice joe watson joe watson yeah love him. great he's, guy he's fired up right on what do we got going on in the nhl here Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, we got a 1-0 lead. Um, Tampa looked pretty good yeah. the other night. Uh, I I think they're gonna. I think Tampa. That's that's my that was my pick uh, to win. I would love to see a seven game series. I'm not sure it's gonna happen. And I'm saying that so too either. to maybe jinx it so it does go seven games. Because every time we say, <laughs> every time we we think one thing, something else happens. So. Um, but I, I, they look pretty damn good, man. Yeah. God, they're a good team. They're yeah. Really good. No, I agree. Yeah. Uh, originally I was thinking Tampa and six, but it might be Tampa and five. Uh, yeah. Know, uh, I, Montreal, Montreal's definitely so. got some, some jam, but Tampa is just, uh, to me, well, the way it looked in game one anyways. Yeah. It got, it got a little chippy, which was nice, you know, right yep. away that, you know, these two teams, they didn't see, which is odd because usually they would see each other a few times a year, but, uh, yep. Um, it got chippy, which was good to see, you know, like Montreal wasn't backing down. So, uh, hopefully tonight it's a good game too and see what happens. But I, I think, uh, Tampa, Tampa's strong. They can play any way they want. You know, if you want to play a slow down game, they're, they're so good defensively and they got that big number 88 net back there. Yeah, right. And he's, he's a stud, not that carry price isn't, I mean, he's probably one of the main reasons they are in this final, but, uh, you want to run and gun. You probably don't want to run and gun with Tampa. Yeah. Because the they can run and gun. Um, yeah, they but can. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, game two tonight. See yep. what happens. Yeah. All right, Nass. Well, let's uh, let's jump into our episode 30 with our friend Braden Shen. Shenner. Yeah. That's right, Riggs. This episode is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And I, I got to tell you something, Riggs. DraftKings Sportsbook. It's not only my favorite sports book, but also America's top rated sports book. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new betters, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer, Riggs. Let's hear it. Draft. Let's hear it. All right. All right. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention, that $1. And if that team wins, you win $100 in site credits. 
Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KNUCKLES when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code KNUCKLES for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's go. I got Knuckles. the Phoenix Suns. Knuckles, Phoenix Suns. That's my pick. Welcome back to another episode of Nasty Knuckles. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Settlemeyer. And this week, we have a very special guest for you guys. One of my favorite guys I've ever had. And his brother as well. Two of the best people I've met in hockey. And that's a true story. Number 10, Mr. Braden Shen. Shenner, what is up, brother? Thanks for having me, guys. Listen to a few podcasts. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good to be on. We appreciate you taking the time, man. So what are you... Is, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead, Rob. I was gonna say, where are you? Uh, where are you tuning in from today? Just uh, St. Louis. Kind of been hanging out here, kind of after uh, we lost out there in the playoffs. Uh, kind of, yeah, a few vacations, a few golf trips. <laughs> now starting to train and kind of get back into it. And uh, yeah, just kind of hanging out here, waiting for the the border to kind of open um, a little bit there in, in the beginning of July, and that's pretty much it. Nice man. It's a it's a shit show for you Canadians. Uh, yeah, trying to be at home, man. Everybody, everybody we talk to, even the guys. Actually, we've talked to, we've had a few guys and that are there, and they're just like pulling their hair out. They still can't do anything. You know, it's hard to uh, to, to go do anything. Basically, yeah, what it's a l- little little different way of life in Canada right now than the states. <laughs> from, from what you hear from back home. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I was wondering if it was ever gonna start shifting back to normal, but finally. It's uh, it's a little better now, so um, slowly I think but we're surely. All happy about that, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You made the right call hanging in St. Louis there. Yeah, it's actually a it's a, it's a good town. Like, yeah, I feel like when you come in here on as a road team, you're like you get off the 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 plane and go to the hotel, and there's like really not a whole lot going on downtown other than the rink and the uh, the. Uh, the ball field and stuff like that. But once you kind of get out to the suburbs and kind of know the town and kind of how the way of life around here is like so easy. And I think that's kind of why it's crazy. Like you got some of the world's best hockey players uh, living in St. Louis. It's just uh, an easy town to, uh, you know, be a part of good people. Um, and uh, that's kind of why the, I think they have the biggest alumni association out of anyone. So. I, I was going to yeah, say that, that. Uh, Riley's obviously involved with the alumni here, but uh it's funny watching you guys. I watch you guys play a lot, obviously, because of you and, and uh, Craig Berube. I uh, watch a lot of your your games now that I have time. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have way more time than I used to. But uh, uh, no, but seriously, it's amazing how many of the old players stick around there. And even even when I was uh, with the Flyers and coming in there, Christ, I remember coming in there. Walt was sitting in there one day, but, you know, Brett Hull. Um so that's pretty cool that they all stick around. A lot of the Flyers X guys stick around here as well too. But uh, but I know you guys have a big 
big uh, crew. Yeah, there's yeah big big alumni, and, and I think they built a, a brand new well, practice, practice facility out here, and they got a uh, nice alumni lock, uh, locker room where I think the guys get kind of get oh, together and awesome. play oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, they they got, love it. Eh? They're probably in there every day. Oh, yeah, and then they got the whole Budweiser sponsorship, and I think oh, they're probably yeah. pounding a few back and, and having a good time like that. Holly, Holly doesn't put any back, does he? No, no, no. We, we didn't see that two years ago during the, <laughs> oh. the cup run. <laughs> no, they got, like, Holly's around here a little bit. I think he's between here and Nashville. Uh, Kelly oh, Chase is uh, obviously here. Yeah. Um, Wayne Gretzky's been here lots uh, recently. Yeah, Chief, uh, Chief was telling me that he had – you know, met him up for coffee and stuff. A, a few yeah. Times. Yeah. He's got a couple memberships out here. It's funny. Like you kind of, uh, you know, could kind of pick anywhere in the world to kind of yeah. spend some time at St. Louis. I think his, his mom's from, no, sorry. Her mom's from here. And, oh, okay. uh, I don't know. Anyways, family from here. So he kind of spent, uh, spent some time and hangs out. So I bet nice. people, well, if people are used to it now, but I bet, you know, you're walking in St. Louis and, is that Wayne Gretzky for God's sake? No, yeah. I know. What's yeah. he doing in St. Louis? Sorry, I got a. Oh, the pop? The pop. I got a pop. Yep. All right. No worries. So, yeah, there we go. I muted it for a sec. <laughs> Do so you right. back right. in the sw- uh, swing of uh, training already there, Sh- uh, Shenner? Yeah, just kind of like starting training, I guess. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really not that long of off season. Once you kind of, uh, grind it all down, you kind of have two, two and a half months here to kind of get ready for the season again. So yeah, just kind of doing, uh, doing some training, probably start skating in a couple weeks or two or three weeks here and, and kind of get ready for the, for the season. As, as you get older here, you don't want to wait too long to put on the skates. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you don't want to lose it. So, uh, yeah, I'll start with that. Nice. You're, and not, it- old. You're not old yet, big boy. No, I know. Yeah. I know. You got some good years left in you. Yeah, I sure hope so. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, you know, back when I uh, coached you a little bit with the with the Phantoms back in the day, you were pretty you were pretty with it and progressive with your training. I think you were working with Gary Roberts back then. Obviously, that's how many years ago. But um, are you still are you still tackling you know, the, the training with uh, that that same intelligence that you were back then? I mean, you, you're obviously in tip top shape and you're able to sustain your career nice and uh, well i think i think when you had me back in the day i don't think i was in tip top shape i might have been about 30 overweight yeah, so well, I think, oh, <laughs> 30, 30 yeah. little, little baby seal back yeah. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. no i trained with uh, just kind of the past uh i mean in Kelowna, there's I, i'm Kelowna usually in the off season there's so many guys there where you can train and skate with so it's pretty good with the likes of uh carrie price shea weber um you know brent seabrook um uh, you know Scott Hartnell, guys like that. It's kind of the Kelowna crew's getting a oh, little yeah. bit older, though. Yeah, as we, right. As we go here, but and then uh, training, I've always trained uh, the past six years with uh, Andy O'Brien. Okay. And, yeah, it's it's just been uh, kind of do a takeaway program from him, kind of see him once or maybe twice a summer to check in, and uh, no, I find it's it's helped me and it makes me feel good, and kind of that's kind of what you have to go with. You know, there's always different ways and methods out there, but it kind of yeah. whatever makes you feel comfortable, and it's it seemed to uh, you know help me. Nice man. We had uh, we were talking to JBR uh, last week, Jenner, and I was just wondering. Obviously, I haven't been around you much uh, in the last few years since you were uh, gone, but he's uh, he's gotten away from a lot of the pounding on the pavement, running and stuff like that. And he's doing more of the bands and yeah. stretching. Yeah, yeah. Really into that. Do you guys? Are you doing a bit of that? Or? Yeah, that's that's like Andy. So Andy has like quite a few guys. He obviously he has like Sid and like McKinnon, and he has like Tavares and Spets and like the, yeah, yeah, just Darryl. okay guys. But <laughs> yeah. then there, I think there's this guy that I don't even know who he is, but out of Chicago, who JBR is, but I think he has like Matthews and Kane and like 
um, and paved and all these guys anyways, but like, I don't think they're even like lifting weights at all. Like yeah, not, what, yeah, like not, nothing. But, like Andy does a lot of that too. He's been doing that for like, I'm talking for the past six years. You like, you don't lift more than, I don't know. It's just like all movement and mobility is crazy. Yeah. How like you literally like your warm up will be like longer than your workout or I'm, I mean, warm up as in warm up and mobility. And then you'll lift yeah. for a little bit. And like, that's kind of trying to stay fast and stay mobile rather yeah. than big, big and heavy uh, these yeah. days. So yeah, that's outdated. Riles, just think, just think right, Riggs, if you could, uh, you know, you were still be playing, man. Yeah. He still was. I was a yeah. fan. Hey, you said you were 30 pounds heavier, man. I was legitimately He was lost. 40 pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, my he was, was also, ass, he, was also he was also fight mutants every night. My, <laughs> my, I always tell a story. My first year in Philly, uh, gee, Claude Drew was obviously very nice and and uh, brought me into uh, uh, live with him. And he was like this like skinny guy, like eating grilled cheese all the time, and, like yogurt <laughs> yeah. parfaits, and we like we were hammering like Cold Stone at night. So I came in like that year, like good shape, like 190 pounds. Body fat was really good, and then like I had a few injuries and stuff like that, and I was like still eating like he was eating and I, I wasn't even playing and he was and i was like at the end of the season i was like up to like 220 and like i <laughs> I, I, I had guys like pronger and like yammer yager and stuff like that like i think at the end of it like y'all just my nick, nickname for him was just ice cream he just called me ice cream <laughs> that's it so yeah no it was, it was uh oh you, you learn as you go and definitely put on a few uh rookie pounds yeah <laughs> that's pretty good uh, yeah i was gonna say though and and prongs and, and yogs are obviously the elder statement on that team and, and they were in phenomenal shape. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. They, they Took were, care of themselves they, for sure. They did. They Yogs did. is still buzzing. It's crazy. Oh, oh yeah. Right. <laughs> no, Yogs. He's a mess, man. He, but he was, I remember him walking into the room with all, you, you know, he was your first, well, your first year with us and he would be like 40 years old, you know, like flexing the guys like, Damn, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the young guys on the team were a lot thicker than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coots looked like he was 13 <laughs> his rookie year there. You guys were all young. We had a, all the, all you get, what was it, Reader? Reader was a little older than you guys, but he still looked young. But uh, Coots, looking back at the team pictures, man, he looks like he's 12 years old. Yeah, Zach Ronaldo. still had no team. Yeah, Reno, yeah, yeah. Reno, Reno. Reno had a little trouble on him, too. Yeah, yeah he, he, did. Did. he looks yeah. good now, man. He looks oh, yeah. good now. He, he trains his ass off. Yeah, I know he does, yeah. I he was in that fat club back with the Phantoms back in the day there. Him and Marc-Andre Bourdon, we had to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just want a sandwich. I just want a sandwich. <laughs> I come in there the one day it's the summer and they got him sticking around. I don't know if he was hurt or what, but I brought my own lunch in, you know, like, so it's a summertime and I go to the fridge. My, my sandwich is gone. I'm like, what the fuck? I know I didn't eat. And I walk, start walking down the hall and there's board. He's got the thing. He's eating it. And I said, yo, where, where'd you get that? He's like, Oh, the refrigerator. And I'm like, that's mine. He goes, I, I just wanted a sandwich. I'm hungry. I, uh, you know, and I'm like, yeah. well, that was mine, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah right. You yeah. You know, it's hard to get mad at him just listening oh, to yeah. him talk, but, oh, man. He's a beauty yeah, he was, he was a, he was a, he was a heck of a player. He, it's too bad he got hurt. Yeah. No, he's yeah, played with him a little bit. We had a bunch of good guys yeah. uh, back in Philly. Yeah. So, uh, so Shedder, um, this year obviously didn't, work out the way the, the team wanted. Obviously, you ran into a bit of a buzzsaw. I didn't think that team was going to lose. Speaking Colorado is who I'm talking about, obviously. Um, I was obviously pulling for you guys, but uh, they looked like they were unbeatable, and then they got beat. <laughs> yeah. But uh, 
you know, like with you guys, I guess it kind of did it open up a little bit in the playoffs. Did you have a few fans? I think you had a few fans. I know it was. Yeah, I think we had like both teams at the time I had like six or seven thousand or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. And and the reason I asked, I was just gonna just ask you like the year before, like that whole situation going to the bubble. I mean, what what was your take on that? Was it just? Yeah, like the. I mean, it was a lot of like uncertainty. It was like you know, obviously business part of it and everything you know we're trying to grab money from from tv and stuff so the bubble went on but like guys were training like out of their uh houses and like doing all that a lot of like didn't know whether to train for two months three months kind of so you had no reason like you're just kind of going with the flow and then we started all skiing three weeks before i guess playoffs which was like a seven day training camp so you skated for uh, yeah three three weeks in bit and i actually got covid just before that Oh, no so way. I, I, yeah, so, so yeah, so I didn't skate for like I don't know, I guess call it two, three months. Skated for like a week, got COVID, then went right to training camp of like five days right into the plow. So there's like a lot of that, and like I wasn't the only guy. There's a bunch of guys dealing with that in the bubble. But and then I mean, we all know like the fans are you know everything about hockey, and then you, yeah, those first couple of games playing the bubble, playing not in front of no fans, you're just like this is really weird. But even else, even saying that like. Going into this season, you just knew what to expect, so it was easier. But for those first couple, for those first couple of games, you're like, "This is like the weirdest thing ever." And then it uh, it worked out, and kind of now seeing fans back in the building and and kind of in our division. Uh, well, there was like you know, obviously California was pretty stingy, kind of throughout the whole thing this year. Yeah. Um, you know, Vegas and, and Arizona was the first to get fans, and we had fans, so it was kind of like as you seen them come back in the building and kind of gets you revved up, like playoff time was coming. So it was, it was yeah. obviously nice to see. The uh, it, it's funny like watching you guys uh play like that with with no one in the building. It reminded me of like years ago when I was um <clears throat> I just started with the Phantoms, and we would go play, uh you know say Albany, but we would play it in, in New Jersey in Meadowlands Arena, yeah, yeah, and no one was in there, and you could hear everything. And I just was I was just like in my head, I'm like, it must be unbelievable. You guys are playing these games with no one in there, and you could probably hear the other coach talking for god's sake just because you know it's so quiet it's kind yeah, of even even like weird. guys guys would like get in the scrums and like you start like ripping off a guy's helmet or like punch a guy in the face and you hear like there's no noise and then guys just like quietly like stop like all right like, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're good yeah. we're good like yeah. there's nothing to get like you know what i mean yeah so, exactly yeah it, it was it was great to be able to see that many games like every day it was awesome for a fan you know yeah. watching uh, but uh, it, it was just, it was, it was also weird, like yeah. with no fans there, you know, and I can only imagine for you guys, but uh, anyway. I it was like the old inter squad games in, uh, yeah, in preseason, yeah. right? There's no fans. Yeah, like, it was no just, fans, just a couple GMs kind of staring <laughs> yeah. down on you. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Guys are just trying to kill each other and fight and do whatever. <laughs> yeah. oh, Make an impression. Jeez. So the year before, well, two years ago, you – get the hoist stanley cup man it was the greatest thing to watch seeing you get to do that man and, and obviously chief and we, we were following you guys hardcore now it sucked that you started that whole thing here though yeah, <laughs> yeah right the, the big rats i should say it sucked it was it was great but uh it was funny you guys were like in a tailspin man like going the the other way and then next thing you know well you guys go get lit up old school play guilty and fucking start a run man yeah they were yeah it was just like one of those things where like we were supposed to be good and we brought in like o'reilly bozak maroon uh prawn all these like you know 
pretty big names that would, you know, help you win hockey games. They were just like spinning our tires. We're in last place. And all of some dark times around the room and chief came in and kind of brought everyone together. And then we're still trying to find our way. And yeah, guys, uh, there's a bunch of guys that went out there in Philadelphia. I think the Eagles were playing that night and, and uh, had a few and uh, Binner came in, got his first shutout. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously yeah. right after that, well, after that, we that, were, yeah. yeah, we were, uh, uh, yeah, just I think we went on like, uh, not, not, yeah, we're like, 12 or 13 game win streak mid season. So kind of just all came together perfectly. Yeah. It was, it was, it was so much fun to watch, man. Uh, it, it was great. And then, and then, you know, your bro gets to do it. I mean, that, that must've been cool for you to get this, you know, you already have, you've done it. Then he gets to do it and he might do it again. Not going wood. We don't want to jinx him, but uh, that, that's so cool. That you both, you know, grow up playing hockey your whole life. You, I mean, I'm sure you two playing against other kids. You're playing for the cup, just like any kids do. And I was, I was shooting for the world championship. You know, <laughs> NBA championship as a kid, never really scoring for the cup. But anyway, must have just. I mean, what your uh, family just must have been ecstatic. You know. Yeah, they're just. It's like, so cool. Yeah, they're obviously. I know just from hearing stories from other parents, uh, I think Robert Thomas's dad came up to me saying Luke was like the happiest guy in the building when I won. So yeah, watching right. last year and stuff, watching last year, stuff like that. Like I was so nervous watching on the couch. Like, you know, you just want him to have the same feeling as you. And, uh, luckily he did and, and, uh, you know, played a role for him and, and helped him. And yeah, I kind of, one time. of those guys up kind of, you know, brought some, a little bit of attitude towards their team. And like I said, hopefully they, they get a chance to do it again, obviously uh, three wins away. And uh, you just, you just never know. It's crazy. I actually, yeah. I was texting with him today a little bit, but uh, yeah, I was so happy. And, and, you know, like I said, so happy for you. And then him, I'm like, this is unbelievable, man. Like, you know, brothers, I mean, I'm sure there's other brothers that have both been able to win the cup, but that's pretty cool, man. It can't be a whole lot. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're pretty, pretty lucky. That's for sure. Yeah. I earned it. I mean, it's not like it just fell in your play in your lap. So you guys both are hardworking guys. So it's, it's, it's really cool. Talk about chief as uh, you know, as, as the bench boss, uh, I believe you played for him in Philly. Did you not? Yeah. I've pretty much had chief like kind of ever since I've been 20, yeah, 10, right. years, 10, 10 years now, like you poor bastard. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he is, uh, you know, he's been obviously unbelievable to me and, and just like, uh, he was my assistant coach in with the flyers and then he's my head and then obviously fired him. And then he kind of came out as assistant with the blues and now the head. So kind of had that, uh, kind of got, uh, taste of both worlds uh, for him when he's kind of uh, lighthearted and uh, like to have a, a ton of fun with the boys when he's assistant. And obviously, you got to change a little bit when you're when you're ahead. But I think guys respect him in our locker room and kind of know exactly uh, what you're going to get from him. And and he's really no gray area with him. So yeah, right. We yeah, uh, we we enjoy having. He's funny. He once he once he gets heated and uh, you know yeah gets fired up a little bit. Boys have some laughs after the fact, not during. But yeah, right. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's. Uh, no, he, he's awesome to play for. He t- obviously, I I talk to him almost daily, and he just some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth, as you know, Riley, you know too. It's just you almost wish people, everyone, could hear it because they yeah. wouldn't believe half of it. <laughs> but yeah, he's oh, yeah. so funny, man. When he gets fired, he gets fired up. He's uh, <laughs> you guys kind of back off. Gets it gets a little scary there when he's giving it to the whole team, but doesn't happen doesn't happen often. But when it does. Uh, 
you kind of just oh, sit man. back and try not to be looked at. And there, there's a, what do you call those things, boys? Like, uh, they're like memes or like one second little videos. Of yeah. Something. Is that what they're called? The, memes? The gifts or, or the GIF? Yeah. Uh, gifts, gifts. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. There's one of him and he's just going, fuck. Like it yeah, yeah, I, I know I've seen that. So I, I sent that to him, and he's like, he goes, his his response was, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, there's a lot of other things you probably shouldn't have done. Besides yeah, right. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, he's so funny. He he called me uh, when I a year and a half ago when I was still with the team, and and Shinner, we actually talked that day uh, because I was at a tailgate. Uh, yeah, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, one of our good buddies had a tailgate there. So, uh, the whole walk from the hotel, you guys had played in Detroit. I think you had a four-one lead. You blew the lead, but you ended up winning the game in overtime. And uh, I just saw the highlights as I was I was doing a little bit of paperwork, and then I was heading over to the tailgate. And phone rings, and it's the big boy, and he is. <laughs> he starts. I said, "Hey, I just saw the." highlights from your game last night that's you know good win you kind of let him back in a bit oh he's all wound up he's like these guys yeah blah 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 you know how he is but he loves you guys but he's just like oh yeah oh yeah he goes they score two in a row so i call a timeout and boys come over and i don't know if he's exaggerating you you could probably tell me the truth but uh he says i call a timeout and guys come over and i'm talking to otter uh, Steve Ott, one of your assistant coaches, and uh, you guys are kind of like standing there. And he he said he turns around and goes, "Oh no, boys, I'm just letting Larkin get a get a breath here, so he can tie it up. <laughs> yeah. You're letting him do whatever the fuck he wants." Yeah. And, and I said, "No, you didn't. Oh yeah, oh yeah." And guess what? He tied it up. He says, or somebody, <laughs> "I don't know if it was him or not." Yeah, I, I remember. Said, I said, "Well, he ended up winning," and he's like. Uh, yeah, I was pissed off though. And then Army came in, and we're right. You know, he, he he was it was so funny the way he's telling. He goes, "I walk out of the coach's room. I'm so wound up." And I said, uh, "Did you grab a Bud Light first? He goes, "Oh yeah, I had one of those." And he of says, "He goes out, and I guess Petro Angelo's talking to someone, and he calls Petro over. He says, hey, uh, did you want us to trade you to Detroit?'" <laughs> and he says, "He says." No, why? He goes, huh, because you were playing for him tonight. Like that. He says, Petro's just like, come on, man. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, he gets that sarcasm where it's, it's oh. like, sometimes I don't even know if he's serious or if he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's right. always like smiling underneath his, underneath his breath, like loving <laughs> yeah. it. I think he, lo- I think he enjoys it because he played for some coaches. God, he played for Schoenfeld, and uh, I love hearing his uh, Daryl Sutter stories. Oh yeah, like those, those are the best when he tells those stories. Those are still going, Daryl Sutter. I know he's, he's, back. Yeah. he's, he's back. back. He's back. So that's uh, awesome. But yeah, it must be, uh, must be fun playing for Chief. I, I would imagine he's he was fun to he was he was so much fun to work with. Uh, I know he gets pissed off sometimes and he, and he, he just wants to win, you know that. And, but he was always really good to the staff, no matter what, like we could have lost five or six in a row and he never took it out on us. You know, he was always really good to work with, but it, it looked like when you guys were on your journey there to win that cup, man, it looks like you guys had all bought in and, and, and what a team you guys had, the way you guys played together. It was, it was fun to watch. Yeah. Guys, guys enjoyed being around each other, having a few and, it's always easier when you're winning, right? Like, oh, you yeah, guys can, that's uh, true. You know, that's it's true. It's just like came together perfectly. Yeah. I was going to say, too, Shinner, um, you know, when he took over in Philly, I feel like he did it, he did a similar thing. He kind of turned the team around. At least he got him working, skating, right? I mean, I think yeah. when I think Lavi got fired, 
um, you know, I think the training camp was horseshit that, at that training camp where guys are almost like coming out of camp out of shape. And yeah. then Chief took over. And, yeah, he's, he's a simple guy, right? His demands are pretty, you know, pretty simple, right? Just like show up and, and, and work hard, right? I mean, every coach expects <laughs> yeah. that. But it's pretty yeah. simple philosophy. Uh, but it seemed like the same thing, you know, after maybe a, a little while once you got to St. Louis. I mean, obviously got you guys skating and playing a certain way and you guys bought into it. I, I felt like there was a lot of a parallels to what he did in Philly that we did in, in St. Louis minus the Stanley Cup there. Yeah. Sorry. I got, yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, no, he, uh, he, he was great. Like he just kind of, I know the Philly approach, he kind of got us in the playoffs that, that one year turned us around and kind of the same thing with St. Louis here. Just wants to, for you to kind of, you know, guys to really, his, his words are like compete and work hard and, and stuff like that. And, and uh, you know, I know most teams ex- expect that or most coaches expect that, but um, you know, it's work for him and, and uh, he kind of demands that out of his players. Yeah. yeah. He's the easy guy to respect. Right. I mean, he's, I mean, obviously look back on his career, there, you know, everyone demands hard work, you know, not, I don't know a coach that says don't, don't work hard, but I think there's a way of earning that, you know, that, that respect and, and getting guys to buy into it. And I think like, it's hard not to go to war for this guy and battle for yeah, him, right? No, I mean, knowing I know, yeah. his character and in his past. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. You kind of knew how he played and, and knew how he was as a teammate. So I think uh, when he's saying it, it's not like he's he's blowing smoke or kind of wanting something different. <laughs> yeah, that's right. kind of how he played. So you kind of have to <laughs> yeah. follow, follow his lead there. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Shenner, so uh, coming back to when you were with the Flyers, um, you know, your first year was, was, was pretty cool. We had a good year that year. It was a, it was a fun year. We came off, uh, um, actually the year before was decent, but it was a big year because of all the trades, you know, and yeah, you were yeah. involved in yeah. that, um, and came in and, and, and it worked. We had a really good year. Uh, you know, we, we beat Pittsburgh and all that, but like, you know, what was your take on that first year? I mean, you, you got to play with the armor Yager a little bit with Chris Pronger. I mean, it's probably a pretty big thrill. Uh, being a young kid yeah just like I mean you never expect to get traded in the middle of summer obviously anything can happen but I guess it's when your first time you're a little bit more shocked and and going to Philly obviously thought it was uh you know just a cool sports town which obviously it is and and you don't really know much about the city and when you kind of get there um first training camp with the team you look around and like you said it's Pronger and Yager and um you know drew and hartnell and uh you know there's chemo team and like there's some there's some big names on that roster and then obviously came over with with simmer who i knew and, and jake Vorchek and and you know Kutin and making the team so put together some uh some good pieces and um yeah it was just one of those teams where it was fun like there was there was a good mix of of young and old guys and everyone gelled together and, and had fun and uh yeah, JVR was there too. So, yeah, like I said, we, right. we had a bunch. We had a bunch of guys that uh, you know kind of had some skill and and uh, also some fun along with it. So, uh, you know, good times in Philly. It's obviously looking back. That's one of my obviously your one of my favorite years is your is your rookie year, just breaking yeah. in and the likes of like I said, those guys that I've mentioned before, like taking care of you, like, like a guy like Hartsy really took care of me right from right from the get go, yeah. and uh, still still a good friend to this day, and and. Uh, you know, those are the, the memories you look back on that are, uh, you're going to remember forever. Yeah, for sure, man. It, it was, a, it was a fun year. And, and, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was it, your first goal was in the outdoor game, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember. So L- Lavi came up to me in like the hallway of, uh, was it citizen bank park or, yeah, or it yeah. was, it, it yeah, was citizen anyways bank. at the time. And he comes up to me and like, I think I, I played, I don't know, 10, 11 games. I got hurt. 
I uh, blocked a shot and then I played a little bit more and then I got a, a concussion and he came up to me. It's my first game back. And he, he kind of comes up to me and goes, he goes, Hey, he goes, you're going to get one tonight. He goes, I can't wait around forever for you. <laughs> like, All right. So kind of think of that going into a game. So luckily got a bounce. Yeah. yeah. Got a bounce and it went in. So yeah, it, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty cool having that picture and stuff like that. that and, picture, and the goal. Yeah, That's that great. And then they have it on like HBO. Like I jumped into the glass and like, well, were, the G was, he, he was, was chirping. chirping. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, he goes, Hey, Shenner, it's not world juniors or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, let the kid enjoy his first <laughs> yeah, for right? fuck's sakes, man. Oh, yeah. Gee. That's, that's on, G's man. like little wittiness to him. Yeah. Right. But the, uh, Shenner, talk about um, you getting dealt from LA. I mean, you're a fifth overall pick. I, th- I I believe you started two seasons with LA and landed up going back to juniors. You know, obviously you're disappointed, right? I mean, your your foot's in the organization and the whole bit. I mean, uh, like you know, was there something you could kind of pinpoint of maybe maybe why you you know didn't get the full shot there, or was it just one of those things? It was just like a numbers thing, and just weren't maybe physically mature enough or yeah, whatever. I, mean, I think I guess. I mean, not the time you always think you are. Like right, of course, you know, like that. Like yeah, so fifth overall, and I think Tavares made it. Duchesne made it, and Evander Kane all made it before me. And Hedman's all the top four. So you think you're like going to be the next guy or whatever, and which is fine. Like, obviously, looking back on it, you as 18, I knew I wasn't ready. So they sent me back. 19 year old year, I played, uh, I think nine games up until or no, eight games up until Christmas time or something like that. So I played There's a bunch. That deadline, right? Yeah, the deadline where they could send you back to junior. So yeah. I was like, they, I played like two or three, and they had no idea what they were going to do with me, whether to like keep me for the full year. Was I ready? Was I not? Anyways, I did like three or four games. I sat for a long time, had no idea what was going on, played like one more, sat for a long time. And then all of a sudden came a point where like Dean Lombardi sent me down to the, uh, the minor somehow, which like on a conditioning stint, which oh, like, yeah. Yeah, sneaky like, loophole kinda, there. Yeah, yeah. I found a loophole. Dino. So I went down, yeah, point, I went down. Point, point of game there though. Yeah. I went down for uh, uh, a couple more weeks. So to buy me more time, I think I played maybe one more than they sent me back to world Junior. So uh, at the time, I think like, you know, like I said, you think you're ready, but looking back on it, they had uh, Kopitar, Jared Stoll, and uh, Michael Hanzus, which we were all oh, like, yeah, yeah. So those are their top three center, which were obviously uh, very good. And I think they had, uh, I think it might've been Trevor Lewis as like their fourth line center, who was a young guy at the time. So uh, they were deep down the middle or, or deep at forward anyways. And yeah. um, it was, I think when I got drafted fifth too, like they obviously had a bad year prior but they weren't like so bad where like they had no players it was like one of those years that didn't work out for them and they got the fifth overall pick so like i said looking back on it, you think you're ready but it probably worked out for the best yeah yeah right. so <clears throat> i remember you telling me uh on your draft day which is awesome you, you know you get picked you you go up to, you told me you, you walk up there and you go shake dino's hand and what's he say to you well like so they were all like i'm previously like like i said before the show or, or at, the, at the beginning of it like i was like pretty chubby and whatever like didn't eat exactly eat clean and yeah. all that type of stuff so drew Doughty, they were on uh year before me to kind of get in shape and all that type of stuff so i get the same treatment which i'm out of shape and all that and they come to my house interview me and obviously they're hard on me at the combine and all that type of stuff. And then I, yeah, she's like, you're pumped to get drafted by like Los Angeles. And like, you walk up on stage, he's like the first guy that come shake my hand. He goes like, not even like, congratulations, like happy to have you go. So you ready to get your ass to LA and start working out. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah for sure. sure. So no, but oh. uh, it was funny, funny times looking back on it and how like the, the mind games of, 
yeah. you know, all the stuff guys play that obviously try and help you throughout your career, but, and, and which they do. It's just funny looking back on it now. Remember all these stories. <laughs> Uh, we, we had Christopher Stiegel on a while back and, uh, you know, he had, he wasn't there long, but he had a great Dino story that he had told me a few years, uh, when he was still playing after he had been in LA, but it, it just reminded me of when you, uh, got called up and, and, and I believe you said Dean, Dean never even looked at you. He's looking out the window, but just talking to you or something oh, like me. that. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it was in the summertime. Like, was, like Dino, he's, he has so many stories. Like he's, that's just the way he, he was. And, and it was awesome. Like, look, like I said, looking back on it now, it's, it's hilarious, but I did the one, uh, I did a one like meeting or whatever in the summertime and, and, uh, like his office, like looked outside, uh, uh, towards like the train station or whatever. And I walked in there and he called me. He's, uh, I think the assistant came in, grabbed me and, Hey, you got to go see Dean. So I walked upstairs and I sat down in his office and he, he was leaning back on his, on his uh, chair with his wind feet up on the window seal. Like <laughs> I was talking to his back for like 30 <laughs> seconds. He was probably just smiling behind there. Oh yeah. Good, you know, yeah, he was having a good time. So hey, yeah, like 18 year old kids are so intimidating by your GM, but of course, funny. I, yeah, that's what uh, Steger said. Basically, the same thing. But he's he says, uh, "What's that dirt on your arm there?" Steger's like, "He's like what?" He's like, "Those tattoos are those tattoos?" And Steger's <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, he, it's a what is it? It's a it's a motorcycle." He goes, "Oh, you ride bikes, huh?" And he says, "Well, no." And he goes, "Oh, so you're a pretender." <laughs> he's just giving it to him he's like he goes what the fuck's wrong with this guy yeah, man i yeah. just got out of here you know? hilarious. he must anyway. just go must just go home and laugh yeah exactly, exactly yeah. at the end of the day and it just reminded me of uh you know you tell me that little story about him um also about philly just wanted to to mention it was so cool you end up getting to play with lukey and uh, I mean, that's just that, you know, that must've just been a, like, I don't know, a dream come true, but maybe a dream come true. You know, it was so cool to have you both there. And it, it was, it was so funny. Riles, these two would walk in and big joke was Shinner. They both turn around, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like, what's up? And they, both, they, both, they both turn around. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was cool. Cool experience. Like, uh, you know, just, you know, getting a chance, you know, we always say like getting a chance, putting the NHL is one thing. And another is like your brother doing it with you for, for a couple yeah. of years, just like living in the same condo complex, driving to the game together, driving to practice together, like to and from talking about it and stuff like that. Like it's looking back on it, super cool experience. We're pretty thankful and, and lucky that we had a chance to do it. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so much fun having you both. Um, it, it was great. I enjoyed it a lot, but uh, I remember, uh, I remember there's one night you guys are playing, well, we're playing and uh, playing uh, Colorado. And the night before you, you know, your buddies with Nathan McKinnon, you guys go to Budokan, I believe. Yeah. As your brother would, as your brother would say, to muck it up yeah. a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you got to muck uh, it. They, you got to muck. Uh, <laughs> your brother has the best. I love his little sayings. Uh, the Bucky's. Hey, yeah. last last year, Riles, he's on in the finals and he's wearing my subtle Meyer skate sharpening hat and i was like almost in tears i was like thank you so much he's like hey did you see me in your bucky <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah i'm like were you mucking yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love i love you bro but uh anyway um you got with nathan mckinnon at budokana and i believe he i believe you guys paid and uh next night nathan runs your bro separates his shoulder 
uh, in the game and yeah. being, being the, you know, you're the little brother, but it's your brother and you got to try to take care of business. I, I don't, I'm sure you remember the rest of it if you want to tell us. Yeah. So like, what yeah, what's it went to Budokan night before. So through, I don't know, I played with McKinnon through like world championships, but like how the connection is, is, is Tyson Berry. And Tyson Berry played with uh, Luke and Kelowna. I played World Juniors. Anyways, the three of us were, were good buddies. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of Nate came along for the night or whatever. And we're like, yeah, whatever. Went to Budokan, like pretty much ate the place at a rock shrimp. And like, <laughs> <laughs> so, just like just crushing food. Anyways, go to pay the night, uh, the next night. I think it was on like the first period. Luke's going back for a puck, like kind of like shimmy shakes, like not really shimmy and shaking though. <laughs> he, like, yeah, he thought he was. Yeah. He thought he was shimmy Yeah, but then like he goes back and like, uh, I think like Nate gives him a little cross check and as he cross he's like falling over. Anyways, bad AC joint, like still has it to this day. He has like a huge like yeah. bulge on his shoulder or whatever. And then, yeah, I was in the scrum and I was just like, oh. I, I, think I, I think I was out there. Yeah, I was. And I was just like, yeah. and I think someone grabbed him before. And anyways, you're not going to, you know, first overall pick, 18 years old, like no one. Yeah. You know, I was going to fight him at the time. But then the next, I was just rattled, like, I was rattled, like, that whole night. Like, he's out with the game, like, big shoulder. Like, I'm going to, like, whatever, try and do something. Anyways, but <laughs> Jerome again, a Jerome McGinley that night. Like, we were winning, like, three or four or one. And uh, Jerome was on the ice. And, I, like, I've known, I don't know him, actually, but I kind of, I've seen him around Kelowna because he used to live there back in the day. And he's like, hey, Shenner. I'm like, yeah. He's like, tell the boys I'm looking for one. Like, he's, like, trying to get his team going. And I was just like, oh, yeah. And, like, meanwhile, in the back of my mind, I'm, like, thinking, like, I grew up watching this guy. Like, yeah, he's, he's my fa- favorite player. Like, he was always on the TV in Calgary, all that type of stuff. Like, got my first, like, NHL autograph was probably from him or whatever. So, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm gonna, I was like, hey, Iggy. I was like, I'll give you one. Like, you know, I'll, I'll keep this story forever. And Tyson Berry's on the ice. He's like, Shatter. He's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's like, whatever. So, I dropped my gloves. Sure enough. Like, he goes, like, left, right, boom. Like, just, like, knock. I have a, pic- I have a picture still. Like, it's, like... I like on my phone of a selfie. It's just like Iggy's this knuckles just right on. Is it grain in your forehead? Yeah, printed on my forehead. And then like that night, I think Colorado was staying overnight. And like I, I was walking to like, I don't know if it was like a, whatever. We we're walking out for for dinner after or something. And Colorado was staying the night. And then guess who I crossed by on the street? It's like Iggy, Eric Johnson. All this. And <laughs> oh, I'm just like, I got no, I got no hat on. And like oh, knuckles across. And we all just started laughing at each other. And I was just like, well, what do you do? Like, it's, yeah, you know, so. your, your, your brother was uh, reminding was me of that today. And I got to tell you what he said. He said, so he tells a story you just told. And he says, after the game, go to the bar, run into the avalanche guys. He goes, I got a separated shoulder uh, from McKinnon. Braden has again, those knuckles imprinted on his forehead. And yeah. plus we had bought them dinner the night before avalanche one, the shins zero. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was so funny though. I, I, he said, we started talking about it. I was like, Oh my God, I, I remember that. I didn't yeah, know. Honestly, like, he honestly, like he was, Iggy knew what he was doing. He knew how to fight. Oh, no, man. He, like, he's, he's tough, like, man. He's legit. So yeah. Tough, yeah. Man. He just started hitting me like left, right, left, right. And I'm like, oh, God, I shouldn't have done this. But uh, got the story at least, right? Yeah, yeah that's a great exactly. story. That's yeah, a really good yeah, story. That's awesome, man. That is so good. What year yeah. was that with, with, with the Flyers there? Because, I mean, you, you scrap, you know, two or three times a year, you know, the power forward styles. I mean, that, I mean how many years deep was that? Get a couple uh, of tilts in your, under your belt before that one. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, that might have been year three. Oh, that would have been, no, it would have been yeah, year three or four when Luke was there probably. So. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, getting yeah. a few, but I think that guy was probably out of oh, my yeah. 
my, my weight class. The one time too, Gosh. remember when, remember when, uh, uh, Rhino slew footed Zach Parise, and there was a big scrum, and I had to fight Kovalchuk. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, he caught you there with one. Oh man, like uh, Rhino, Rhino, like being Rhino, like just like picking on guys, go slew foot Zach Parise, a big scrum in the corner, and like Kovalchuk grabbed me. Meanwhile, he's like six three, tall, oh, yeah. like he's a big man. Just like some, he's like, I'm like, what are you gonna do? He's like, I'm gonna fight you. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, so I drop my gloves, like I swing and miss, swing, miss. All of a sudden, like he comes out of nowhere, just hits me. I'm like, wake up in the penalty box. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, shit, shouldn't have done that. Again. Won't do that again. Just it, big Russian bear. Yeah, yeah right, well, I was exactly. gonna say people, people see the skill, they don't understand like how big and strong. Yeah, that man explosive is. Like, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's not. No, I mean, it's not. Yeah, he's big and strong. Like obviously, I don't know if he fought before that or not, but he, he looked like he had. It could have like let's be honest, it could have been a lucky punch too, but the, the way it happened, it looked like he had fought before. Uh, who knows if he had, but yeah. Um, it, yeah, I do remember that. Now you saying that, I do remember that. Did you chuck them at all in, in juniors? I know you obviously put up some big numbers and stuff, but you know, as they kind of you might say power forward, I mean you're you know, yeah, I was, you, you get some I was, big hits and you got to have some fights following those up. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I fought even like, even like a couple of times, like a midget triple A in Saskatchewan. Like, I mean, <laughs> there's no way that I don't think kids do that these days, but they used to have, you know, the fight with the cage, right? The cage, yeah. So part cage of the fight rage. was part of the, yeah, no, no. But like you drop your gloves and the part of it, you had to grab two straps off and, and right. rip it off. Right. So it's in mid And that was allowed? Yeah, you used to, like in Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, Midget Triple A. Like there was fights allowed at 15. You got kicked out of the game, but you're allowed to fight. Oh, okay. So that was the, fir the first time you're allowed to fight. It was in Midget Triple A. So I got in like one or two there, but like that was like the thing about those fights. Like one guy would have his helmet on with a cage, and the other guy would just be wailing on the other guy. Like that's just what it was. So you had to like oh, have the technique. So I fought a little, I once maybe a midget, and then I probably fought two or three times. I don't know, nothing crazy or whatever i guess it's just always been a part of my game a little bit um yeah i don't know just not the i'm not calling myself the toughest guy in the world but i don't mind i guess getting well uh, you've always you're, you're always there for your teammates when if something's you know something happens and that that's you know that's huge learn uh, that you, you learn that from a bunch of guys in my rookie year actually we had a we had a bunch of tough guys that would stand up for each other right yeah, with like Hartnell yeah. and simmer and rhino and jody shelley oh, and, right yeah so there's a bunch of guys we learned from and, and, uh, team first guys. Yeah. I, uh, speaking of the a couple of those names, you just said, Jenner, we had a, uh, there's a flyers. Well, you have, you guys have a St. Louis team. that's uh, warriors, uh, veterans from the military yeah. and they have a big group here. There's three different teams. There's a tier one team, tier two team, tier three team. Great guys. Uh, really good dudes. I, I do a lot of their skates and help them with their equipment. And stuff. Yeah. Um, so they play, the flyer alumni this weekend. So I knew a couple of guys that were going to be there, but come out for warm up. They got old knucklehead there, Riggs. Yeah. They got Jody. <laughs> listen to this Jody Shelley, Al Secord, uh, Jesse Bolleries, Dave Brown. <laughs> Who else? Ta uh, Fr Friggy, yeah, Todd Fedoric, uh, Fr Friggy, yeah. Friggy. Yeah. Jeff, I feel like there was uh, one more. Uh, and Oh, chick, chick, yeah, chick was out there, and I'm like, what the, f what is going on here? They, like <laughs> these guys, but uh, it, it was, it Lappy. was good. 
Oh, yeah. Lap, yeah. Lap. yeah. Lap was the softest guy. He's lighter he than I am. He's a buck, buck 80 oh, soaking wet. Yeah. He was yeah. toe dragging. He wanna he he loves to tell everybody about his what 50 goals in, in junior. Oh yeah. Was. Yeah. But he, he he looked he was he was skilling it up out there. He looked good. Riggs was out there. He had a Gino. Did you have two? Did you have one or two? Yeah, I just one on the old the old uh C, front, di- C division, yeah, back door. Yeah. C, <laughs> C, C division. <laughs> tier three. Yeah, well, tier three. I, but I will say this, Riggs, I, and we didn't get to talk about this the other night after, but um we're on the bench center <clears throat> and one of the guys, and I feel bad now, I can't remember who it was, but someone kind of like they bumped into you, you were fine with it, you get into the boards, and then they gave you a little stick action. And then he gave you a little more stick action and you turned and looked and I could see the, the, yeah. the eyes. You mind me, Johnny Stevens a little bit, the fucking, <laughs> little bit of the fucking eyes started twitching. And one of the boys on the bench turned, I think it was Dev, Devin. And I, I think he said, is he mad? And I said, actually, I think he's mad. I think he's mad. And then Riggs takes his stick and like, Pull rakes the guy across his back. I said, "He's mad, boys. Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck around, boys, because he's actually mad right now." <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I was I was I was gassed and mad and trying to figure out what the hell I should do because I'm like, if I engage in a fight right now, I might get pumped because I'm ex- exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> fucking uh, guy. Yeah. He boned me from the side he, back. Yeah, he did. It was so funny of- because because they all turned to me and like, is he really mad? I said, "He's mad. <laughs> he looks pissed <laughs> off right now." That's unnecessary awesome. unnecessary no. roughness man they were yeah. fired up the boys were fired they came out to, so what they did shinners they had uh they had three periods because they have three teams and yep. they had tier three first then their tier two then their their number one team and they came out jumped out to a 1-0 lead quick hey Riggs. first shift they, run- they walk past the joe joe watson there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah joe watson joe watson uh the, the whole thing was kind of celebrate Joe Watson yeah. and his career and everything. It was really cool. It was really well done. Place was, was. packed. They did a great yeah, job. Yeah, look good. I seen that on Instagram and stuff. Oh, yeah, it looked, it looked good. It was a lot yeah, of fun. It was, it was. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. But uh, the the boys were fired up to play the alumni, and I'm like, I'd settle down out here, boys. You you got the brown dog out there, Rocky Seacord. Kid oh, Riggs, Riggs, even though he weighs 141 pounds now with his <laughs> yoga and his fucking, he only eats lettuce. Yeah. Just, he can't, just, he can't, just, he, he can't muck it up with you guys. No, yeah. just, just kale. kale yeah, man. kale. Kale, yeah. Nasty's chirped me from the bench. He's like, you chopping some broccoli oh, yeah. out there? <laughs> Something like, <laughs> Something like that. that had a bunch of, no, there was a puck that had a bunch of chops out of it. I said, Riggs is already stick handling out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny, Jenner, uh, so Riles is on my men's league team now. He wanted to be on a championship team. You can't. Yeah, I, mean, I get it. Who does? Three in a row. Three in a row. So uh, it's so funny. One of the guys on the team, like, Riles is out there, and he's fuck, he literally weighs 180 pounds. Now. He's so thin. But, I mean, he's still in good shape. And he's he's flying around, you know, skating. And one of the guys goes, oh, man, he could really skate. I'm like, Played the fucking NHL, man. <laughs> like, yeah. like I know he was a fighter and he was way bigger, but like he could skate. Like, People shocked, eh? It's so funny. I mean, it's in a straight line. Mean in a bad way, they were just like, "I know he could skate, but I didn't think he could skate like that." And I'm like, well, they just see what? me like pacing to the penalty box, usually just like huffing <laughs> yeah. and puffing. They never see me fully like, full stride. Yeah, or the red pacing, line. Yeah, right. Pacing the red. Yeah. How about the big rig there in the last couple of series? He's been um, policing the line. I fucking love it. I man. love it too. Oh I love yeah, watching it. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. He's the he's, he's the best man. 
He's one of a kind. He's good, good locker room guy. Lots of fun. Yeah. yeah he's so, he, that's the thing. He's so funny. He's such a nice guy. Then he's out there and just, but who was he? May, uh, what's it? Uh, Mayfield, the demon. Yeah, Mayfield. Sorry, yeah. I was gonna say May. I almost said May Mayweather. Yeah, May, Mayfield. Uh, he's poking his feet back. I'm like, I love this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, old the school, old school. You know? Yeah. Did you play with him in Adirondack? Did you cross paths or did you, no? No, I already left. Uh, right. No, I was playing. Uh, I was playing in Adirondack. He was in Syracuse. Oh yeah, because he had, oh, we had yeah, sent them yeah, home yeah, there, and then that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in Syracuse, and like that was I don't know if it was like Anaheim farm team at the time, or it was. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think it was. So, yeah, so we played him against Syracuse. He was chirping me. I remember he was just oh, standing. was he? Oh yeah, into the bench. Like you're a you're a bust, fifth overall. Like you're never gonna play. Why are you playing in this league? Like <laughs> stuff, stuff like that. So oh then, my, you're was, a bust. But yeah, you went to training funny, camp with like, him that year, though, right? Because he just got sent home. That no, year, no, but... no, no. No, 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 no. Oh. I, I missed him. I missed his like his whole Philly day. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I thought. Yeah, maybe I think he... I missed it by one year. All right. We we had him on uh, Shinner, and uh, we were kind of talking about. He had a bit of a rough time there. You know, he had a kid at a very young age, and yeah. uh, um, you know, he wasn't getting to see the kid. It was tough, man. You're 18. You have a kid. Yeah. You're not able to see him, and and all that stuff. And he, his career could have gone. He, he couldn't have a career if he didn't stick with it. You know, and uh, we kind of talked about that. Him, him, you know, he stuck with it, and he might win his third Stanley Cup. Yeah, here. right. Oh, I know. What a storyline. Yeah, it's really awesome. Happy Great. for him. Sent his ass home. We were so bad, the Phantoms that year, and he just he he took the brunt of the, the, the heat, man. They sent him home, and well, thank God he 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 stuck with it. Rose above, yeah, man, because yeah. That could have been devastating. I mean, a lot of guys probably wouldn't have recovered from that. You know, young guy getting sent home in the middle of an yeah. American Hockey League season. Yeah. Not that go, easy. Yeah, go. Yeah. No, I know. I think it's Homer all over him, right? Yeah. Oh, fat, yeah. Fat Pat. Fat, fat Pat. Pat. Like, I don't think you should. Can you say that? I know you can't say anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> you know, that, you know, the poor guy. Like, fuck, man. He's a, he's a kid. You got to teach him. This, this the things you guys all learn. You know that. Yeah. Shit. No, for sure. You have to be taught how to be a pro and. Um, you know, I think they just, he was kind of a scapegoat for some unknown reason. I don't really know. Well, we were just so bad that they had to like send him a message. And I guess that was the message. It was just like, (laughs) it was just like, just send home our leading scorer. Right. I mean, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah, two veteran guys, two veteran players on our team, one goal between the two of them by Christmas. And we're going to send home Patty Maroon. And (laughs) he goes on and wins two Stanley cups, possibly three. Who knows? Let's send home the, uh, yeah, our leading scorer. Let's oh man poor kid anyway interesting oh, he sport. rose above he yeah rose man above. yeah good for him uh, shenner yeah. what's your uh wh- wh- how are you hitting them these days you've been going on these golf trips i think covid was the best thing for me for my golf game, <laughs> <for> <laughs> <Yeah. sure. laughs> there was a bunch of us in st louis there was like o'reilly bozak schwartz bertuzzo uh, i'm trying to think who else well patty maroon was here too um anyways there's a bunch of us and like during like that time of covid like just after like the three weeks a month there where you're allowed to start doing some golf courses were open. That's all we were doing. We we're like playing 36 a day. Like, oh, wow. yeah. Oh, so we, yeah, 30, not, not 36 a day, but like once a week for sure. Like we were just, yeah. we were out there quite a bit golfing and uh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm like, I'm anywhere from high seventies, low eighties. Oh, kind of. I've that's had good. a few, a few low ones. Actually uh, at the end of the year, I went to uh, uh, Aaron Hills, 
with uh, Schwartzy Bertuzzo and Alex Steen. Schwartzy uh, put it together for a little bit of retirement gift for for Steener. So Steiner. we uh, we went up to Wisconsin for for two days and played up there and was uh, minus one going into eighteen double bogey. No, no. way, you're <laughs> minus one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I double bogeyed for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would have lost three balls. Yeah. Oh man! So and you no. know what's fu- uh, funny, Shinner, when you guys were in COVID and before you went back, Chief came home, and the only place you know how much he likes to golf. The only place we could golf was in Delaware, and it wasn't just over the bridge in Delaware. Yeah, yeah. It was like an from here it was an hour ten for me, so for him it was an hour forty minutes. So we we were going like twice a week or once a week for sure but i think we're going like twice a week and you remember pac-man yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. Say, so pac yeah. was going with us just to, for entertainment value <laughs> just yeah, right. listening to him yeah. talk. uh but uh anyway the, the typical chief we drive that we drive all the way there and um i come pull it up and he's got his buddy with him and it's like it's actually cold it was it was it was cold but the problem was the wind was blowing it, and it's just a lynx course so it's like fuck the worst conditions, uh, mainly because of the wind. And it was like really blowing. And he goes, I pull up, I get out, I pull my bag out. He goes, huh, I'm going home, boys. And I'm like, <laughs> what? He goes, huh, I ain't playing. Fuck this. This wind. Are you kidding me? He goes, I'm going home, boys. And then he picks his bag up, walks to the first tee. Screw it around. What's wrong yeah. with you, man? I, I actually believed him, but I'm like, you drove all the way here, waited for me to get here. And said, I'm going home. But he ended up playing. He was bitching the whole time. <laughs> the whole time he's bitching. Oh, that's anyway, awesome. He's, he's actually, people don't know, he's a he's a good golfer, man. He's got sick hands. Probably, probably crushes how. it. <laughs> probably crushes the ball. He, he hits a ball, but he's his short game's good. Is it, yeah? He's, a, he's, he's, he's a pretty good player. You must crush it too, Shen, right? I mean, with your shot and everything. Nah, you guys got to convert. Nah. No? No, there's a few, there's a few guys. I've never seen a guy hit a golf ball as far as David Perron. Really? really? He, oh, he thinks he's doing a slap shot. Like he's just trying to hit as hard as he can. And you know, like, <laughs> Does he know where four, it's going? Half the time. Oh, three quarters. Okay. Three quarters of the time, he's he's pretty good. So he'll hit his yeah. like he hits his driver like three forty, three, wow. yeah, three fifty. Like one of those guys. That must be fun. Yeah, yeah I'd right. love to be able to do that. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, one other thing, Shinner. I I know we're keeping you here. I, no, uh, it's I all just, good. I had a question. Um, uh you've played with a lot of great players. Um, Ryan O'Reilly, man, like what a player, uh, you know, what would he, what, like tell us something about O'Reilly. Yeah, he's he's, like, I mean, he's just awesome, man. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's just like a through and through hockey guy. Like likes to have a, likes to have a beer, but at the same time, like he's like the guy at the rink. That's like the hardest worker, hardest worker working out work, always working on his game after practice, before practice, like just puts in the time, um yeah just a solid leader for us like he's obviously uh you know he's been a solid player he even made the uh nhl on 18 when he really wasn't expected to and right. ever since then ever since then he's just been he's been solid uh obviously i've i've played even knew him before st louis here just from like world championships and stuff and he's been the same same guy um you know humble and uh just an absolute gamer so uh, yeah i got yeah. to meet him uh last year when i one of my last games was in St. Yeah. Louis and you got him. Uh, he signed that stick for, for Elvis, my son. Yeah. And uh, it's Elvis's favorite uh, stick. I'll have to post a picture of that because it's the best. But uh, that was one last thing I was going to say to you. 
people always are like, Oh, your kid's a mess. Well, I, I got to blame him Riggs. Yeah. He was the first one to tell Elvis, you got to shoot a top titty, baby. This is my fault. This is I'm my blaming fault. you. So, <laughs> right. so in all seriousness, you know, you know, Elvis coming in the room and he, he loved, he loved Braden and, and Braden was always nice to him and Luke and, and all the boys, but uh, he's like shooting the ball around and, and he says top cheddar and, and, and Shitter says top titty, baby. So, I don't think anything of it. I'm laughing, you know, all these laughing. He doesn't really know what it means. So about <laughs> two weeks later, two weeks later, yeah, you know, we got the whole family's over and, and uh, he's in, he's in the living room shooting around and he fires one and my mom's here and he goes top titty, baby. Like that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, and, and my mom goes, uh, what do you say? I said, top cheddar. I believe he said top titty. You know, my mom's Southern <laughs> accent. I said, he may have said that. <laughs> yeah, so I got to blame Jenner for all, all these things. And yeah. O'Ry signed his stick. Keep loving the big titties or something. Oh, right? no way. He's good when he's older. He's, oh, yeah. It's just, it's the greatest, man. Yeah. That stick of his, man. He's got the Oscar Lindblom uh, toe. Oh, yeah. That, that, that yeah. It's, uh, it's, I don't even know what factory stick is. He's got like a 140 flex with like no curve and like a little toe yeah, at the end of it. You're like, yeah, 140 flex? <laughs> oh, it's like, it's just like a just stiffest stiff, thing you like, ever see. Yeah. I'm like, what do you, how do you use this how thing? How does he shoot? How I don't know. He's got like that half like slap shot where he like beats goalies with all the time. It's crazy. Yeah. Can't even flex his stick, but he can beat goalies lots. He's, he's a hell of <laughs> best, a Like best, best hand eye I think I've, I've seen. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, he just like he knocks down all every puck and like tips all pucks and he's yeah. He's just you do is like his like, little pregame warm up where he has like a racquetball and he like bounces it off the wall and like, it's like backhand, oh, forehand, backhand. He's just like it's crazy. Like it's like guys try it and they're just like. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he, he's been doing it since Butchering. he's probably been 10. 10 yeah. Though, right. Yeah. yeah. Especially a racketball. they're so bouncy, man. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be real quick. Yeah. No, he's got uh, he's got some good hands for sure. He's he's a, he's a and he's old school. Man. Yeah, one of the last yeah. few guys standing that are still. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, that's great, I love man. That about him. Yeah, Bob Riggs. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you, Shenner. Appreciate you carving out the time. Great to see you. It's been a while. I know it has been a while. It's uh, missed the good old Philly days, and I had keep on doing your thing. And thanks for having me on. I'll uh, come back anytime and oh, shoot man. the shit with you guys. Yeah, we'll, we'll, hold you, we'll hold. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll hold you to that, man. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, anything you need, let me know. And uh, you boys have a have a good summer. All right. I hope you get to enjoy another Stanley Cup party this summer, bud. Yeah. Well, I didn't get to enjoy one last, so Luke never. None of those guys got a single uh, oh, cup. So really, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, then let's, let's hopefully, let's hopefully, hopefully they get a chance this summer. So That's awesome. yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Seriously, thanks a lot, Shinner, man. We really do appreciate it. You've been so good to me over the years man i really appreciate That's, it appreciate, appreciate you coming on man thanks guys and uh like i said uh thanks again for having me on all right bro. all right boys you soon. thanks that episode was brought to you by settlemeyer skate sharpening for all your hockey needs the best grind in town hit up nasty he's got the goods hit me up baby ask me about how we steal got everything you need right right here in the shop slash nasty knuckle studio oh yeah beauty and body check wellness for your premium cbd and functional mushrooms check them out at bodycheckwellness.com and a huge thank you to our friend Braden shen shenner 
for hopping on. Uh, really nice to reconnect with Shenner. Haven't seen him forever besides uh, on TV, hoisting the cup two years ago. And it <laughs> <Yeah>. was uh, <laughs> it's nice to see his smile and see, see him doing well. Yeah, he's such a good kid, man. He's a great family too. Yeah, didn't even get to really uh, say that to him, but uh, his uh, his family's awesome. They're just the nicest people. Uh, yeah. Himself, Luke, and his sister and his mom and dad. They're they're just awesome people. Yeah, they were they were they were fun to have. They were fun. Yeah, exactly. They were fun to have around. Always laughing. Always smiling. Uh, but I'll tell you what, they both, you, you brought it up in the interview. They, they both come to play like Shenner answers a bell when he has to. And, uh, he plays a physical style hits a lot. Um, and his brother obviously, uh, does the yeah. same Yeah, plays, exactly. Plays a physical style answers a bell and, and they're just, they're really good team guys. Got fun guys to be around. And, yeah. uh, it, it was great to have them all. We'll, we'll get Lukey on here once he's uh, finished up with the season maybe winning his second cup in a row yeah so, that'd be nice we'll see that'd be nice it's funny a lot of these guys that we have on i i coached or i crossed path with like when they're really young you know almost innocent yeah right, you know <laughs> yeah and, that's uh, true they're super raw around the flowers organization so nice to see them you know, blossom and grow into you know the, the, the full time and and successful players that they become so you know for him obviously winning a stanley cup but obviously every year he gets better and finding more yeah, of his groove and you know it's uh, it was it was nice to see him uh have success a couple years ago and they still have success i mean there's you know they've got a good team there in st louis and yeah they do they had was, some tough he you know like like we've talked about before they had some uh injuries which no one's gonna ever use that as an excuse but missing david perron out of that lineup was, right. was huge for them i mean he's a, he's still a hell of a player sure um, and you know they had guys of code I mean, they, they everybody has it though so yeah you just got to fight through it and they ran into a bit of a buzzsaw there colorado looked unbeatable yeah like we were going we talked then. about i mean i didn't see that i thought they would go to the finals but uh you know vegas put an end to that and then montreal put an end to vegas so you just never know never yeah. know Interesting times in playoff hockey, yeah. You just get the momentum, you get the right bounces. Obviously, you got to stay healthy. Um, you got to get a few few things going your way, but uh, it's the way the game little, goes. That's right. A little bit of luck too. Everybody yeah. always says you got to be, yeah, got to have some luck go your way as well. You so. do. You do. Be interesting to have what happens tonight, game two. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. Yeah, um, got a. I do need to say. Riggs, boys are a little upset. You missed the men's league game last night. We dropped one. We were yeah, looking for that uh, eight nose summer season, but uh, <laughs> sorry, disappointed. We do uh, we do understand you go to bed at six p.m. <laughs> so you couldn't make you the ten rest, o'clock man. game. Yeah, you yeah. had to get your rest. You, yeah, you got to get it, but at the same time, you cost us a W. So yeah, my bad. I'm sure I could have chipped in one and you scoring seven. I, I should have been. Able oh to yeah, one it was a high scoring. Time. It was a high scoring affair. Uh, it was actually a good game. It was fun. I, I, I'm so used to we're so spoiled. We don't play late games. That was late. That seemed like so late. Other leagues I play in are late. Ten, ten forty five starts. Sometimes you're like, oh my god. But uh, anyway, we'll bounce back this next week. Next, I'll Sunday. be I'll be there Sunday, man. I'll be there Sunday and I'll bring my A game. Don't you worry. Oh. All right, all right. As long as you're bringing it. All right, Nass. That wraps up episode thirty. 
with Braden Shen. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 31. Have a great week, knuckleheads. See you, knuckleheads. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.